pick up any newspaper, watch cable news channels, surf internet news websites. It's all yesterday's news today. You need tomorrow's news today. You need Trend Vision 2020 now with Gerald Salente. Welcome to Trend Vision 2020, your money and your life. I'm Doug Grunther with the publisher of the Trends Journal and world leading trend forecaster, Gerald Salenti. On our podcast this evening, why are companies leaving China? Will Trump and Biden cure cancer? And new apps save food. Gerald, let's get rolling. What happened in the markets today? Well, every day, today's a big day. Nikkei was up. Over there in Europe, it's mixed. U.S. up a bit. Crude up a bit. Gold. Gold. Up, up. And Bitcoin up a bit. (laughs) So, stocks rose on Wednesday, bolstering their gains for the month after the Federal Reserve opened the door for looser monetary policy in the near future. So, I thought they would lower rates now. And uh, it didn't come up like that, but the markets believe they're going to be lowering them shortly because the Fed dropped their word patient (laughs) from the statement and said they would act as appropriate. And Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell also said in a news conference that the federal officials believe the case, quote, for easier monetary policy had strengthened. So they're looking to lower rates. First, they said they're not going to lower them in 2019. Now they say it looks like they're going to be happening in July, according to the reports. Here was a story in yesterday's Wall Street Journal. Federal Reserve stimulus isn't what it used to be. Unnerved by mounting risks to the U.S. economy, the Federal Reserve is considering lowering interest rates. Rate cuts might not provide the economy as much oomph as it did in the past. This is very important. Okay. Because everybody knows you have to put more cheap money in there, the monetary methadone, as I call it. But that might but not be enough because the whole economy has changed. And here's an example. In 1980, construction and manufacturing accounted for about 25% of total U.S. employment. Mm-hmm. What is it now? 13. Wow, cut in half. Cut in half. So that's what I mean. The stimulus isn't going to do what it used to do. Moving on. Oil prices were little changed on Wednesday after the Federal Reserve said the central bank will keep interest rates steady. Well, wait a minute. Oil prices should have gone up because that means more stimulus and it means more growth. But there's negativity out there. Despite the tensions in the Middle East that are still going on, oil prices aren't moving up that high. And gold. Gold took a boost today. Gold prices responded to the U.S. Federal Reserve signal of interest rate cuts were possible this year. Now, the U.S. Central Bank is not alone in contemplating rate cuts. European Central Bank President Mario Draghi hinted on Tuesday that if inflation failed to pick up, more policy easing could be on its way. Inflation is not picking up. The real inflation is, but not their inflation. The real inflation is your rent, your health care costs, your stupid taxes, and on and on. That's inflation, but they don't put that stuff in. But the other inflation isn't going up because yesterday we reported the huge growth of people on the planet. They're looking, what, at almost 10 billion people in the next 30 years. <clears throat> so overpopulation, open markets, because you're cheap product in everywhere, 
overproduction because we have overcapacity, so you have more than you need, and oil is an example of that, and online. People are buying things cheaper, so inflation isn't going up. And the economy on the globe is going down. Just explain one thing. Why does gold go up when interest rates go down? Gold goes up when interest rate goes down because the opportunity cost of holding gold goes down because the value of the dollar goes down. Gold is based in dollars, and it doesn't provide any interest rates on gold. It's an opportunity cost to hold it. So the cheaper the dollar goes, the better it is to own gold. Okay, good to know. ECB hopeful, this is the new guy that's going to replace Draghi, sees bleak signs for global economy. Saudis cut oil output as demand cools off. Global slowdown. The global slowdown, bearish at post-crisis peak Bank of America finds. Investors are at their most bearish since the global financial crisis with the trade war and downturn fears topping their list of worries. It's not trade wars because if it was, the Dow, the S&P 500 about to hit new highs. This thing would have been going down for years as they're talking about trade wars. So we don't see that happening. And just to make it clear, emission rules choke Chinese car makers. Sales for the year through May were down 13% lower than the same period of 2018. The same because they're putting lower, stricter emission standards, but they're lowering the price of cars to get the stuff out of the market. But the people aren't buying them. And they're not buying them because of fear of trade wars. They're not buying them because they don't have the dough. That's right. If you have a consumer society and consumers don't have as much money to spend, it doesn't work. Right. It has nothing to do with trade wars. Right. Now, speaking of the Chinese, here's a headline. Chinese fret as Samsung and other giants leave. Samsung's factory in China, where some of its best-selling handsets like the Galaxy smartphone are assembled, will shut down following similar closures in northern China. Now, here's what they say. The backdrop of this is the protracted U.S.-China trade war. So this is a big deal, but it's not the trade war. What is it? Well, where are they going? Where are they moving into? Okay, they're going to countries like Mexico, India, Vietnam, Indonesia, Malaysia. Cheaper labor, ah. cheaper labor, and of story, it's getting more expensive to produce in China. Okay, Canada approves expansion of controversial Trans Mountain Pipeline. Why is this a big story? It's a big story because as Trudeau sold himself as a big environmentalist, another fraud, another phony in a country near you. <laughs> the project which will expand the Trans Mountain Pipeline that links Alberta oil sands to British Columbia was um, also done because they bought, Trudeau's government bought the deal from American owners a year ago to, quote, ensure its expansion. The pipeline project that has yet to been approved by the government opened rifts among the indigenous communities and prompted major protests. So screw the environment, business goes full steam ahead. Exactly, regardless of what country you're in. Okay. And by the way, this thing is going to cost six point nine five billion dollars i love how they come with a nine five it's going to be over, <laughs> be over seven billion dollars by the time it's all done it'll probably cost ten billion dollars and who knows when they'll make that money up and what's the environmental cost okay now u.s navy expert says tanker attack in the middle east resembles 
Iranian minds. Not our Iranian minds, but resemble Iranian well, if minds. If they resemble, it's good enough because nobody gives any proof. So that's just fits in with all the other propaganda. Now, that guy should be banned from Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube for putting out fake information, conspiracy theory information without facts to back it up. Hey, but he's a government man, and we bow down and take it from them because we're low-life prostitutes that get paid to put out by our corporate johns and our Washington whoremasters, boys and girls. Gotta be equal. Let's stay with Iran because Iran said today it would not give European powers more time beyond July 8th to save its nuclear deal Iran added it would start enriching uranium at higher levels unless other European signatories to the deal, which the U.S. pulled out of, protect its economy from U.S. sanctions within 60 days. Is this going to happen? I don't think so. I think they're going to back out the Europeans, but there's also word out that the uh, Chinese are doing business with, with Iran. This could be the end of the petrodollar if the United States keeps going on with this. Temporarily, the Europeans may bow down to to the United States because trade is weak and they want to keep things going. But this could be, again, oil is based in petrodollars. And if they stop buying it in petrodollars, watch the dollar dive. And again, the dollar's staying up only because other countries are also lowering interest rates. All right. The Pentagon plans to counter China with robotic ships. Um, the U.S. admirals seem confident enough in this vision to request $629 million for research and development and want to spend a total of $4.5 billion on drones and robot shifts through 2024, according to a recent report by the Congressional Research Service. Well, if the admirals know, I mean, they know best. All they keep doing is wasting our money and giving it to the military-industrial complex. Oh, all those tanks and all those aircraft carriers and all the other trillions of dollars you spent on worthless garbage? Oh, that's going to be replaced by robots and, uh, and drones. And drones, yeah. Sounds promising yeah. to me. Should yeah. be a good show. Let's go uh, 500 miles west of Ecuador to the islands of the Galapagos, where Charles Darwin did such good work a couple hundred years ago. Pristine environment. The Ecuadorian government, they own the islands, has given the Pentagon rights to use a military base now in the Galapagos. Wait, it's our hemisphere. We should be anywhere we want. But keep those Russians and Chineses out of there. We own that area. We got to kill anybody we want over there anytime we want to do it. Good for them. Where are the people to donate and give and make Occupy Peace happen? Because you can see what's going on with the military-industrial complex. More war more of our money, more death, and more destruction. They haven't won one since World War II and destroyed the entire South America. And that's why a lot of those people coming north to America want to go to Honduras. Oh, Obama helped overthrow that government. Hey, it's wonderful now in El Salvador, isn't it? How about down in Argentina? Hey, <laughs> look at the cat they got over there in Brazil. You been to Guatemala lately? Oh, yeah, one coup after another and one disaster to follow it. They'll be doing great down there. All right, let's go to another of our big trends, which is censorship. 
because John Pilger, someone you know, is a, a celebrity journalist and a good journalist down in Australia. Here's what he writes, quote, Julian Assange has committed no crime. The First Amendment of the U.S. Constitution protects publishers and journalists. The espionage charges are concocted and ridiculous. In my career, there has never been a more important case. If we lose Julian and Chelsea Manning to the dungeons of a rogue America, once liberal societies will never be the same. And they had a protest in Australia, and not many people showed up. But I got to tell you, he's off. How about those Russians that locked up that journalist, huh? Oh, yeah, that was all over the news. Oh, they let him out. Oh, and Putin called the people out that locked them up. They're bringing them up on charges. But here in the United States, barely a mention of it. There is no free press in America. It's prostitutes. It's corporate media. Again, brought to you by Bill Clinton, 1996 Federal Communications Act when he deregulated the communication industry, and now we have six companies that control over 90% of the media. Okay, and uh, speaking of censorship, it's not just in the United States. You, uh, well, it is actually because it has to do with the Spanish party. YouTube banned Spanish party Vox, an anti-immigration party, which has 24 seats in the Spanish parliament and three in the European parliament. And YouTube says, not allowed. Nope, Spain's Vox party, has demanded an explanation from YouTube as to why their account has been closed or suspended, quote, without any explanation. Come on, you don't, they could do whatever they want. They're the monopolies running the world. You got it? They, what do you want an explanation for? They'll tell you what to say, how to say it, when to say it, and where to say it. The geeks are in charge. It's one of your top trends for 2019. Blessed are the geeks because they have inherited the earth. I think the important point is that uh, you're a political atheist. So it's, it's whether this was a oh, yeah. whether this was a right wing or left wing makes party no that makes no difference. Let's let all the voices be heard. No, they'll tell you what should be heard. Uh, we have a we put together a bunch of people that say what you should know. All right. What and that goes back to Pilger. No First Amendment anymore. It's dead. That's another one of your top trends for 2019. Censorship 2019. And that's why you subscribe to the Trends Journal at trendsjournal.com. Read history before it happens. Why, why wait for it to you know, hit you in the back of the head? Get ahead of the curve. Go to Trends Journal at trendsjournal.com. Uh, 12 a year. Trends journals. All right, Africa, important continent. We reported yesterday that's where most of the population growth is going to be over the next 20 years. Uh, China's investing in Africa. Russia's investing in Africa. Now we have 300,000 fleeing ethnic violence in the Congo. And in Sudan, uh, we have pressure on the military government to negotiate with the Democratic Party. I don't see him negotiating in Sudan. A general in charge, I don't see that happening at all. And you read his comments in there. He calls the people, he's telling them to act like adults because they won't listen to him. <laughs> and, and when we're looking at what's going on in the Congo, the United Nations gives the number of more than 300,000 people that have fled in the face of large-scale clashes between two ethnic groups. And they're saying that that estimate was conservative. So, Algeria. Nigeria, Niger, Mali, Sudan, Congo, Congo, South Africa, recession. 
there's destabilization everywhere. And then what did we read and talk about yesterday? Where is the largest population growth going to be? Africa. Africa. And they're not equipped to handle it. And so more human waves flooding out. All right, Blackstone Chief gives Oxford University $150 million. Sounds like a nice philanthropic move, Gerald. Well, they say the gift will put humanities in one location and fund studies into ethics of AI. The gift reflects concerns over the implications of AI from cyberbullying to the consequences for jobs. You know what that is. What is that? Bullshit alert. Bullshit. <laughs> it's all this is. Again, Harvard, Princeton, Yale, bullets, bombs, and banks, MIT. It's all one connected game. And this guy, uh, Stephen Schwartzman, hey, any money for peace? Nah. So anyway, that's what we're looking at over here. And by the it, way, this it's, is all about a corporation wanting to own the AI algorithms. This is not about anything Exactly, other than that. and that's what I'm saying. It's about the monopolies. All right. Uh, we want to get to the uh, two quick stories before we end. First of all, you know, yesterday John, Donald Trump was laughed at for saying he's going to cure cancer as one of his campaign pledges. He was responding to Joe Biden, who promised to cure cancer the week before at a rally. Yeah, and again, neither of them have to worry Pfizer buys cancer drug maker for $11.4 billion. <laughs> so more money, higher drug prices. And what are they going to cure? Yeah, they can't even get the trains to run. Amtrak power outage causes chaos for commuters <laughs> along Northeast Corridor. Yeah, we're third world country over here. You still can't drink the water in Flint, and they're going to cure cancer. Yeah, good luck. Oh, and I got a bridge to sell you. You know, oh, you'll love it. It's called the Brooklyn Bridge. All right. Our final story is actually a positive one, Gerald, because um, there's a new app out in uh, Germany that actually advises people when local stores and grocery markets are going to throw out food because they're about to expire. So the food's still good. Instead of getting thrown out, people buy them, eat them at discount prices. This is AI for the common good. Meanwhile, in the United States, we throw out how much food? 50% of all produce in the United States is thrown away, some 60 million tons or 160 billion worth of produce annually, oh. the amount constituting, quote, one-third of all foodstuffs. Wasted food is also, you ready for this? The single biggest occupant in American landfills, the Environmental Protection we Agency. Got, we, got, we got millions of Americans starving, kids starving, and we're throwing out half the food. Mm -hmm. So let's get these AI apps, instead of uh, Oxford University trying to do what they're doing, let's get these apps they got in Germany, which help people find the food before it gets thrown yeah, out. That's a good one. All right. That's all the time we have for tonight. We talk fast because there are a lot of trends to report on. We'll be back tomorrow evening for more Trend Vision 2020.